Oh. And we're live. Yes. You see this dingo hopper? I have 20. <laughs> but still, there's so much more. Up where they laugh, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun. Wander and free. Wish I could be. Part of that world. Wish that this world wasn't so racist. Wish that they would mind my beautiful black faces, wandering free. I, I think I think I, I think I had it up. What's going on? It is the nice job, order we here every single Saturday, as you know, what's going on, y'all. And uh, we definitely got a lot to talk about, man, because they trying to drag my little mermaid. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? And we ain't finna have all that. We'll talk about it, man, and we're going to talk about all the other stuff we got going on today. This has been quite the principal week, as a matter of fact. Here's a few things that we will discuss. Uh, as you all know, the Little Mermaid trailer is making all kind of headways, and everybody isn't necessarily so happy about it and we'll discuss um the woman king was just released yesterday or maybe thursday and it is making its headway true story the true story of wakanda let's talk about it um <laughs> yo believe it or not the mandalorian season three is upon us and will be released i believe what pretty soon not like in the next couple of months but soon enough so stay tuned we're gonna go ahead and go over that there is a new trailer and we're gonna review that here in a little bit uh and also you know our usual shows uh she hulk was defended by a strong black queen uh, and we look like we may have uh, another strong something coming into the fold pretty soon uh, and got some grip as well. Um, uh, the Game of Thrones episode was quite fascinating. Hey, uh, hey, yes. What's worse than having ants in your pants? <laughs> uh, <what>? Uncles. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that I'll just say, what answer. pretense are we talking about? Because... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, there is the whole weird thing going on, and I think that Tyrone is right. George R. R. Martin definitely has an affinity with what we like to call incest, but I think he just calls it dating. Um, (laughs) And of course, as always, we will go over our fantasy battle between the rings of power and the house of dragon but of course we've got with us today our cast panel and esteemed group of melanated folks uh starting off real quick with the homie tyrone what up tyrone what's going on tyrone in the building we got nolly is here the et our lit major We've got Yasmin, the queen, as always. We've got Bad Tie Bricks with his hair fresh off the block. Hallelujah. Let's do it, homeboy. And have his house on, on display as well. And me, man, Chocolate Boy Wonder Blur, man himself. We're here to talk about this blur stuff, man. And what are we waiting for? Let's go ahead and get into it. Who is that extra person on the screen? Get away. Get away. Get away. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and do this, man. It is the new Blurred Order. Yvette, tell them what it do. Hey, girl. guys, I love the new Blurred Order. You should, too. Mm. <laughs> Whoa. So uh, evidently, there's a backlash uh, in the community 
about this little mermaid not being what it used to look like and that got some folks big 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 mad uh it's a shame because mermaids aren't real (laughs) (laughs) they don't exist all right so for those of y'all out there really big big mad it's really interesting that the fact that there is an underwater creature that speaks and has a collection of silverware is easy to believe but the fact that she has melanin in her skin for some strange reason is too much to grasp oh my god my childhood what am i gonna do (laughs) well hey man these things happen and i ain't playing and this is what's got them big mad y'all i mean let me know and please sound off in the comments what's up with everybody in the comments let us know how you feel about this and listen all feelings and opinions are welcome but this is what got them big mad at first let's see if we can look at this and discuss on the other end but disney about to shut us down well, not if it's a no. That's okay, a cool. Just... We showed this already, actually. Uh, you know what? I ain't gonna lie. Uh, so Tyrone just made me like real nervous. <laughs> Man, Vince, don't listen to don't listen to Tyrone. You're fine. It's a trailer. It's a trailer. You're fine. Uh, all right. Like, I, don't know. I don't mind being wrong. If we could go right, nah. we go right through that thing, and I'll be like, "Yay, we did it!" But, but if you're right, then we got to start not, the whole bro. show he, over. He's, yep. he's not, man. Just when am I ever right? right? He's not right. <laughs> what do you look? I, I, I don't know if I want to risk it. All right, let's, uh, let's just, all right. just little wee the There's a black mermaid we'll, in the trailer. Yeah, we'll we'll wait till the very. I tell you what, I tell you what. This is what I will show you. This is what she does look like in the trailer at the end of it. And just because of this, this is the backlash that she received. I think it's not warranted. It's completely nuts. It is what happens when people are taken out of their realm of possibilities. I can't believe that people out here saying things like, "How dare them? My childhood is ruined." Ruined. Your childhood? Now, oof, if they big mad about this, Tyrone, they're going to hate what happened to Jake from State Farm, Nick Fury, and a whole bunch of other folks <laughs> that's out there right now. But I'm just curious, man, uh, what is the panel's, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, like, 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 well, let, let's, let's, I'd like to start with Steph, who we haven't seen here in a while, who's, who's like overjoyed and underworked. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Steph, since you're here, man, uh, I'm sure you've been seeing the same things we've been seeing online, um, where there's all these different talks about, oh, Little Mermaid was a white girl. That's just how it is. Oh, this woke stuff is happening. What is your opinion on this, man? How we feel about it? I mean, racists are gonna racist, so it it didn't shock or surprise me at all. I think it's expected. I think the movie will do fine. Just. White people being mad that their whiteness is not being celebrated in more space after years of being nothing but whiteness. I was reading a tweet that said, I think it was like Disney had all white princesses for something like 73 years or something. And then finally they made Tiana. And so it's like, really, y'all had all white princesses this entire time and you're mad because Ariel's black. Of course they are, but... They can stay mad because Tinkerbell's about to be black and Belle's about to be black. So, and it's, it's, and yeah. Oh, it might get even worse, man. There's a lot of folks that might be black. 
uh, that are coming up pretty soon, man. So guard your favorite superhero of childhood because they may not necessarily be coming back up. I'm just wondering, oh, what do you think, uh, Ty? Like, I know y'all discuss this type of stuff on the Multiverse as well. Every week, Wednesday, 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, what's your feelings, Ty Leem, on The Little Mermaid? Because you have two <clears throat> little children. And I'm just wondering how this impacts you and your household. Well, I mean, uh, of course, my kids were celebrating it. You know, like it, it, that's that's what we teach them to do: celebrate anything black. Um, so, you know, they, they, but it's not one of those things like they're like, "Oh my God, she's black." We, right. we, we, we already, you know, teach them that you know we're capable of being princesses and kings and queens and and all of those things. I mean, my son's name is Prince. I mean, let, I mean, how how, wow. how much further do we need to go with it? But um, uh, I mean, at this point, I think. You know, the backlash is not so much about her being black as it is her being royalty. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think they're just mad that there's actually a black princess that could possibly take over the ocean one day, and then you might get you, she might get back at you for all of the terrible things you did by throwing people in the ocean and killing them. I'm just saying. Oh wow, man! <laughs> bring a good point. Maybe that's yeah. Oh. You know, there's, you know, sometimes there's underlying fears. In regards to you know things that you've done that you you feel you feel responsible for, but yet you don't want to take responsibility for, uh, you know, there's things like that that, that tend to, to hang over people's heads and, uh, and and raise up and and show their ugly faces uh, in times like this. So. Yeah, yeah, you're 100 right, man. Uh, and now you 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 do have the two kids. Um, I'm just oh shoot, I'm curious like. Did you watch their reactions to the trailer, or did, did you see, um, like what you know their their, their view of the of the trailer was, or, or or whatnot? Their view of the trailer is that of two children that love music, um, that love Disney. Um, so their reaction wasn't like I said. It's I, I I'm raising them not to be surprised when they see black people. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I, I don't raise them to be like, oh my God, she's black. No, I mean like, we're gonna celebrate, you know, regardless. But uh, they it was more or less like they were just excited about a movie. Uh, well, my daughter definitely was um, more excited about a movie with a mermaid, um, you know, and and singing, and she loves to sing and do all of that kind of stuff. So, um, but they're also three and five, so you know, their comprehension of of race and color. Um, outside of just knowing who they are, um, it's, 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 it's uh, not that it's not it's not major at this point. We haven't got all into the, the different layers of it and everything. So, okay. okay, I, I well, man, me and you both have daughters, and um, some of the folks on the internet, uh, since the backlash, uh, have actually come out and released some of the images of their kids, uh, while they're watching. Um, this and it's been very hard. I ain't gonna lie, uh, you know, I'm a whole man and I'm a manly man, but I almost choked up a little bit sitting there watching some of this stuff, man. So, check this out, man. Let me know if this affected you the same way it affected me. I was like, wow, look at how this is why this happened. This is why we gotta do stuff like this.
look like you? How does she look like you? I know, right? What do you think about the area that you just saw? Wow. She's beautiful and she looks like what? She looks like you. We're gonna go see it when it comes out next year. So we're going to see the little when it comes out. Part of that world. When you see stuff like that and how it impacts the youth how it puts a kid in a completely different mindset. You know what I'm saying? Because you gotta remember, man, a lot of us grew up having to look up to characters that didn't look like us. Collaboration. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way we, ex oh, is that me? Is that yes. make a noise? Oh, my bad. Um, we just didn't have it. We accepted it. That was just the way it was. We had the Supermans and the Spider-Mans who, hey, I'm guilty, but look what they did. You know what I'm saying? So it's so refreshing to see that these youth have something to look forward to. And you know the funny part about it is young white kids, the little, the little white kids, they don't really care about it that much. You know what I'm saying? Do you want to know one of my most memorable moments of the last few years at Comic-Cons and Mega-Cons? is seeing little white boys dressed up as Miles Morales. <laughs> little white boys dressed up as T'Challa. You know what I'm saying? Like just watching that happen, Tyrone, is this weird thing that you don't even realize is necessary. And I wanna just talk about the fact that Disney knew this was gonna happen, right? Disney ain't stupid. They knew this was gonna happen, they was not completely ignorant of the fact that this would get this type of lash. But I think that they bet on black in this instance, and I think that it's gonna pay off. What's your thoughts, Tyrone? Yeah, and I would even go so far as to say they just, they bet on just being right. Uh, you know, this this isn't a, a matter of opinion. It's that uh, black folks exist and can exist in any world, fantasy or real. And, and you know, it's, it's about time it stops being such an issue. And, uh, you know, companies like Disney, Marvel and stuff, they know that this is the right way to be moving. Now, granted, it is profitable. Uh, you know, there will be because, you know, you know, we show up. You know what I mean? Black Panther told us that, uh, you know, this movie is going to tell us that we show up. So they know what's go what's good there. Uh, but, you know, it's I. I Part of me kind of even likes this a little bit because I, I like I like to for people to tell on themselves. Mm -hmm. And every time uh, this backlash st stuff starts swinging back around, everybody starts telling themselves. As people just raise their hands, standing up, like I'm racist. Look at me! Like it's it's always fun <laughs> to see it happen in a way. It's sad, but it's fun. Uh, and yeah. I, I don't know. I we get to just sit back and enjoy it. 
and and just kind of watch it happen. And for the people who use their kids as an excuse, like, oh, what about my kids? What are my kids going to say? Well, your kids are already screwed. You're racist and you're their parents. So they're, <laughs> you know, they're, sorry. Uh, you know, you, they don't have a chance anyway. Uh, hopefully they enjoy that song. And also, how, how are you going to watch that trailer? Be that mad after she hit that that B like that? The run on that B? Right. I was like, look, that's that's superior area. I'm sorry. We're, it's just facts. Wow. Yo, man. So, Nolly, you have kids too, man. What's your kids, uh, if they've even been made aware of this? Any, any, um, any, any, any word back? Have you, have you told them about it? Are they aware? Do they care? You know what I'm saying? Um, my son doesn't care, but my daughter is like, <laughs> hands, she's like, it's about time. I'm just like, okay, calm down. Calm down, calm down. And she's like, yeah, I don't understand why people are making such a big deal. And I'm like, okay, Snooty, I see you. We going, right? And she's like, duh. You know, it's about time. All these people turn on themselves, whatever. She's a work of fiction. Don't all these think pieces about how she's under the ocean. How could she be brown? My good sir, right. if you don't go outside and touch some grass and put on some deodorant, like, it's not that serious. It's not. Yeah, like, like Nolly brings up a point that like they're trying to fact check a mermaid, <laughs> like like the skin tone of the like it's not them saying, "Yo, look, there couldn't be a mermaid under the sea because mermaids don't exist. They don't have. There's no such thing as Poseidon. There's no talking crab. They're like, no, uh, technically, melamine can't be under the water because you know <laughs> underwater, uh, you know." It's like, yo, that's really where y'all going? Like, yes, what you think about all this is crazy, right? Am I tripping? No, you're not tripping. It's definitely, it's definitely like a little crazy, all the backlash that's definitely been going on on the internet and stuff like that, you know, because like you said, it's a fictional character, you know what I mean? Like so many people, uh, we we love, you know, the, the stories of just, you know, the fictional characters and their stories and just how they come to fruition and the fact that we're so angry on skin tone, you know, it's just, it's a little, it's a little cliche considering like most of these fans are also kind of like, you know, Star Wars and, you know what I'm saying, like, um, Star Trek fans and like they have different skin tones, they have different dialects, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, when do we draw a line at this kind of being crazy? You know what I'm saying? Like this being like a, just like such a controversial thing, and it's just like you know you want to cry about it and make a big deal out of nothing. Like you watch other things with other different kinds of you know what I'm saying species, and I mean you have no problem with it. I mean shit, Star Lord be like fucking. You know, all kinds of different people, and no one has a problem. With it. You know what I'm saying? Different colors too. Like you know, the pink bitch in his in his you know, ship one time. So it's just, right. you know, it's just kind of just cliche, I guess. You know, it's ever each his own, I guess you could say. You know what I mean? It's it's just kind of ridiculous, I guess. Vial, um, Stephanie, do you think that the movie will be successful, uh, despite folks basically trying to protest? You know, I mean, one of the first things that uh, this this little video uh, says, which I think is probably going to be the case for some folks because they're calling this woke Little Mermaid. They're trying to put this under the guise of being a member of the new diversity casting clique where they're trying to diversify unnecessarily the overall whiteness hit that we've had historically. Um, but yeah, man, folks, the first thing they're saying is, look, not going to get my money. You know what I'm saying? You think it's still going to make money and stuff? You think it's going to... You think that this is Disney betting on people saying, look, I know we ain't gonna see it, but the folks who are happy about it will drown out. Yeah, that's what do you what do you what do you thought? Oh, I'm positive that it'll do just fine. I mean, these are the same people who boycotted Black Panther, and we saw how that went. Black people will come out for this film. People who who are and want to appear to be allies will come out for this film. 
Um, all sorts of I mean, the backlash is just stupid. It's just people being racist. Jody Benson, the voice of the original Little Mermaid, has come out to say how much she loves Hallie. The director has talked about how Hallie was the first audition, and after he saw her, nobody else came close, and he was like, this is our Little Mermaid, that's it. Like, everyone involved in the production has talked about how talented she is and how lucky they are to have her. He's clearly a phenomenal vocalist. Uh, I'm upset that we're not talking about the real controversy, which is that a white woman is playing Ursula, and I feel like purple people are not getting proper representation, <laughs> and uh, no one has addressed that problem. Why are we okay with that? She's not purple. Why is she playing Ursula? I'm offended, actually. So. Well, check this out. I'm glad you offended, man. But hey, for those of y'all upset about Little Mermaid, I want y'all to go ahead and get used to it, man, because unfortunately, this is going to be the new wave. And this is folks trying to correct history because there shouldn't have been a long history of all these presidents and all these princesses looking the way that they did. And if you don't get your, if you don't get your shit together, you might have a He-Man that might come out black. By the way, uh, Mr. Hellspawn cosplay, this man right here will be appearing on our show. There is an, there is an announcement. Mr. Hellspawn cosplay will be on our show October 15th, and we will be talking about all of this good stuff. <laughs> and he is a huge geek too, bro. And I mean like huge like us, but also huge like him, you know, like Hulk. So uh, he's looking forward to coming on. He wanted to come on earlier, but he's got some stuff going on. So make sure y'all set your timers. My man, Hellspawn Cosplay, will be on here to discuss all things blurdy with us October 15th. Nala, you had your hand up. Um, yeah, I was going to say, it's been, when you chronicle all of the Disney princess movies, it's been 70 years before we got a black princess and she was a frog 90% of the movie. Mm-hmm. Y'all mm-hmm. will be okay. I promise you. Your children will be fine. Yes. Yes, 100%. Yes, Tyrone. Yeah, I just want to. Uh, Stephanie had a, has a great point. Like, there are other things to be mad about in that movie. For example, uh, you had a picture up there that I think showed Flounder for a minute, yes. uh, looking just like a regular ass fish. Uh, what is like that's that's garbage. Like that's the stuff we need to be mad about. Like I'm I'm waiting. I'm saving all my outrage for when they show Sebastian. I know I already brought it up, but when they show Sebastian and he looks like a regular crab, I'm taken to the streets. I'm burning it all down. <laughs> I'm not having some ugly ass, regular ass out of the supermarket crab. Oh, he's like, I don't want no real shit. I want that 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 CGI fucking flounder and that CGI fucking lobster. Don't give me no no real ass seahorse. I'll go watch. Yeah, I'll go watch Planet Earth if I want to see that shit. I'm not trying to. You know, I'm not trying to see Little Mermaid. Yeah. Well, with that, but you know that's what they're gonna do, bro. We've already seen the Lion King. We've already Mm -hmm. seen. You know what, what they've tried to do this isn't madagascar this is a real life you know action type thing so i don't know if that's going to be something that we end up but 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 i would be I not my sebastian mm-hmm. i think now now let me let me just take a couple minutes to gaslight y'all all right <laughs> and try to play devil's advocate if i even can all right um what if this isn't as much about the race as it is about not being able to see something that you identify with as identifiable anymore. Um, you know, man, I can't even. I can't. I, I, yeah, I, that's what I, happens I, when I, you try to attach logic. <laughs> yeah, it's, you can't. can't you can't attach it. logic to these to these arguments because there is none. It's all racism. Like it's what is that thing where like the Scooby Doo thing where they snatch off the mask and it's like, oh, it was racism the whole time. That's that's what it is every time. <laughs> Ty, what's up, Ty? 
<clears throat> what I hope comes out of these discussions and and you know this, this um you know backlash and everything that is, that is coming um surrounding the Little Mermaid is that black people start realizing that when we start getting stuff like whether it's a Little Mermaid or a Woman King, Black Panther or whatever, anything that is represent a representation of us. We have to have a, a level of consistency when it comes to the level of support that we show these shows and these these movies and these, these series and everything that is represented by Black people. Because by doing so, we, we actually opened the door for more of these possibilities to happen. When we showed up and showed out for Black Panther, the, the, it, put, it put Hollywood on alert that Black people spend money too. And as long as they are aware that black black people spend money too, they will continue to make these films that are reprised and, and you know recasted with black roles because they want to continue to get our money. I'm not so so much caught up on what the why as to you know as to what, what, you know the, the how we continue to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? And that that's I think that's important because. Um, we're still in the phase of picking and choosing our battles as as black folks. Um, right now, we're you know we're, we're up and up and up and on whenever you know something that we do is attacked. But just when it comes to just genuine support and just having support for black films and stuff like that, um, the Woman King came out this week, and there's a lot of when I, when I talk to a lot of my black friends, a lot of them didn't even know that there was a movie called The Woman King. Um, and that 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 to me said uh, volumes for volumes of, about where we're at as a as a as a culture when it comes to supporting our black films. I don't want to just be a, get up in arms when they attack us. Be up be up in arms just period. Whenever whenever we have something to celebrate, let's celebrate it. And um, I think that's something that I, I hope uh, is, is is brought to to the forefront. Um, in regards to uh, this, this and, uh, moving forward. Yeah. yeah, because what what happens? What, the, what and by the way, guys, I'm uh, I don't know if I told you this yet, but I am a uh, uh, to celebrate racism. Uh, I am a shot at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, nothing happens here today, uh, and I don't get kicked out, and it you know, goes right along with the theme of the show. What's up, Steph? <laughs> Uh, I just wanted to respond to this idea that Disney is being woke, which every racist and their mom is saying. Disney is not being woke. Disney is being equitable. Mm -hmm. I don't think for a moment that Disney went looking for a black Ariel. What is happening is that they are opening up the casting to everyone. And Hallie was the best point blank period. That's it. Mm. What happens when you allow black people to compete on an equal playing field, it shatters this idea of white supremacy because white people are forced to face the fact that suddenly they're not the best. They were only the best because they were excluding black people from being involved in whatever was happening. Tennis, Serena Williams is the best player on the planet. Tiger Woods, the best golf player on the planet because black people decided to play tennis and golf. Y'all were only the best of what you were doing when we weren't doing it. So the reason that Ariel is black is because casting was opened up to include a black woman. You didn't have a black Ariel before because black women weren't allowed to audition for the part before. They weren't looking at us. You got to have black Ariel, black Bell, black Tinkerbell, and black a whole bunch of stuff that y'all aren't used to because casting is becoming equitable. You aren't the best and that is what it is. 
Wow. <laughs> Yo, Phil, Phil, read them. I love how her face Phil. was so serious the whole time. Because it was serious, and it's so real. And, and, and that makes so much sense. I would like to remind y'all that when basketball was invented by James Naismith, there was no colored people on the court. And what a boring game it was. <laughs> and it wasn't until those folks started coming into the fold that we started being like, wow, how cool is this game? You know? And so what y'all don't realize for the folks out there who like to choose everybody of just being woke, and please excuse me for the noise. I didn't know it's gonna get like this in Starbucks Thursday. It's like it looks like there's a there's a housewife convention going on right here uh, oh. in front of me. Pumpkin spice is that? Oh yeah, I was about to say it's pumpkin spice <laughs> bro. Hey. <laughs> oh, it's going on. This is a this is, look at look at all of these leotards and wow. This, this is you know, the funny part is I can kind of see them in your glasses too. That's a lot. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm like, going on? All right, but anyway, um, but like it's 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 so fascinating because all y'all do when y'all get mad is make us more likely to want to support this, even if we don't like it. People don't have grandmas coming out the woodwork like, look, I don't watch cartoons, but this my little mermaid. I ain't gonna let them take us down. Like, that's how it's gonna be. This is the new wave. It's not them taking away your character. It's them, like Stephanie said, is granting access to more people of color so that we can be on a level playing field. The fact of the matter is all of these characters should not have been all white from the beginning. So you should blame Disney for not diversifying them in the first place. Otherwise, your childhood would not be shattered right now. All right? And I can't believe it. They're really trying, like, they're really trying to come for this. Like, uh, there's a, um, they even went to, uh, and we'll, we'll start wrapping this up, but we'll start getting into some of the, 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 um, uh, the Game of Thrones. Oh, by the way, uh, I'd like to see, for those of y'all who did watch Game of Thrones, uh, or maybe we could do a, a little quick run, uh, Woman King review. Um, uh, real quick, uh, uh, if if that's something, uh, since we're on this, uh, you know, you know, on this strong black uh, uh, tide right now, uh, and then uh, we want to talk about the House of Dragon, Rings of Power, She-Hulk, as well as the new Mandalorian trailer. But I just always thought it was fascinating that it's really like it, it's it comes down to entitlement, right? Like this is what I'm used to. Therefore, if you don't give it to me, I will not accept it as legitimate. And like it, it's it, it's 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 so disingenuous. But he's supposed to listen. To this this is this is an inside edition report. Let me see if I can play some of it. I'm gonna back it up here real quick. Let's just let's just look at some of the stuff that's being said. The new trailer for The Little Mermaid is generating extraordinary reaction, especially among black girls. Many of them are mesmerized watching a cherished fairy tale character who looks just like them. 22-year-old actress Halle Bailey stars as Ariel in Disney's new live-action film, and she looks nothing like the animated Little Mermaid with red hair from the original 1989 classic. Wish I could be part of that world. Parents have been posting these charming videos to social media, many saying how important it is that their daughters see themselves reflected on the big screen. An extraordinary 104 million people have viewed the sneak peek, but apparently not everyone is happy to see a black Little Mermaid. Hard to believe, but the trailer has received more than 1.5 million dislikes on YouTube. Then there are the ugly, racist tweets. The Little Mermaid is white, not black. What people have to understand is that 
this is a beautiful opportunity for young people to see themselves in a situation and in a way in which they have not before. Halle Bailey says she's not focusing on the hate. I'm so grateful for what it will do for all the other little black and brown boys and girls who will see themselves in me. She's brown. And all she has to do is look at the excitement of the little girls embracing her. She's You're muted. What's up? What's up, Ty? I I I have I, I wonder um, because I haven't seen any other trailers outside of this one, but I'm curious, and I and it's definitely going to be tell, uh, telling if if this happens. But what color is her love interest? Uh well, unfortunately, <laughs> he still looks like this guy. He looks like a. But I wouldn't be mad if they went ahead and did him uh, uh, with old boy at the bottom. I can't believe you put Ellen Page in there. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's well, uh, Elliot. Elliot. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot he changed it to Elliot. My bad. My bad. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. But um, but yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Ty, uh, it doesn't uh cross all streams, so to speak, in this. But it's just Ariel, and maybe her. I don't even think that her sisters. I think she might be the. I'm, I'm curious. Not even about the love interest. About Poseidon, I want to see what her daddy looked like. You know, right. I mean, that sounded Triton. real. Triton is white. Sisters are multicultural. Sebastian is played by a black man, David Diggs, who was Jefferson and Hamilton. Oh, Prince Eric is definitively white. Oh, and here's another fun controversy. No one's talking about. Uh, I think it's is it Scully, the seagull, whatever the yeah. latter seagull yeah. is is Aquafina, which at first I was like, oh god. And then someone pointed out though that that character is known for making declarations about cultures they know nothing about. And I was like, okay. Oh, that's perfect. That's, that's, that's so funny. That typecasting. Yeah. yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So let me ask y'all this, man. Um, what do you think, uh, uh, and let me throw this to, to, to Nali. Nali, do you think that the backlash would have been, would have been so fierce if she was a light-skinned Puerto Rican? If she was like, let's say, Ariana Grande, um, with red hair. Okay, so it's. Uh, why do you think? Why Why do you think that is? <laughs> um, it's this little thing. I don't know if y'all have heard of it, but um, there's this theory. It's called racism. <laughs> <laughs> and um, apparently, it's been around for a while. Wild. Um, and yeah, because if she was hella light skin, trust. If she looked like me with locks, they would be like, oh, I made her hair different, but like, I'm interested. Right. It's because she blackity black, and that's it. And because she sang oh. it like no white person with an ounce of flavor could. That's it. Yeah, yeah, man. And, and it's it's just what it is. Now, I want to address something that uh, many said uh, a little earlier. Many, the honorary uh, insultant of the comment section, uh, he <laughs> said something very insulting. And he called Sebastian's half-assed Jamaican accent. Bro, you know Sebastian was played by like a full-blown Jamaican. <laughs> like, 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 he, even in his interviews on like this, you know. And I want to tell you to, to make up him look like this, you know. And I, I remember watching them being like, yo, that man is real. You, I'm going to tell him what you said. Um, boy, he's going to be on the podcast next week. So we'll talk about it. Was like, <laughs> um, I forgot. <laughs> I think 
<laughs> I think Minnie is just mad because he wanted he wanted you to be Sebastian Vince. I mean, you even got you, you're rocking they're all red right now. You, we know you're we know you're going for that Sebastian casting. And we haven't seen Sebastian, so we we might be breaking news on New Blurred Order sometime soon that our very own uh, Vince is going to be doing his uh, Jamaican, which also happens to encompass a lot of other cultures, uh, sometimes Irish, uh, sometimes Asian cultures, depending on how you know oh how excited he is. What's up, Todd? All right, so now I remember. So, <laughs> so, so this is the thing, right? Um, I think Disney knows exactly what it's doing. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're the ones that started this controversy. Um, yeah, I mean, they I'm got just a saying, day, I'm just saying, it, it, like they, they see that we react. We're re, we're a very reactive culture. You know, we react to things yes. immediately and and with outrage and with force and aggression and passion. That's what we do. And um, but I think you know to to the to answer the question of um. I think people are getting so upset because, I mean, obviously racism is, is, is a key component, but also because there's just a lack of creativity. Like, there's really no reason that that we have to go and remake A Little Mermaid to give a Black girl an opportunity to be a mermaid. We can create our own storyline of a Black mermaid and call it whatever we want to call it and and dub it whatever we could have ryan kubler direct direct it and have an all-black cast these are opportunities that are continuing to get missed because there is a lack of creativity in hollywood people want to take old stuff and remake it instead of just taking new ideas and formulating your own new ideas um i'm i'm honestly tired of seeing the, these these rock these these roles be recast. When when I don't really I never really cared for the the the, the original versions, um, you know like I understand that these are classics, the kids, but again, uh, let's have some creativity in Hollywood. Let's get some of these these directors and these producers and writers to write some new storylines that that our children can have for their era. Like we had our stuff for our era, let them have their own. And I and I'm just really kind of I just think it's lazy. To continue to keep re recasting these roles, with, rather than rather than just just create some new material. You're you're muted. You're muted. Hey, sorry, I'm still up here at the Housewife Convention. Um, I, I, we've discussed in the past um, the fact that I feel like Disney is going through like a team chase where they feel like they have to update all of their older movies, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because like a lot of these movies are just like on those big VHS discs now. Like they just put them on, on Disney Plus and they're still like from the 80s and like, you know, so they're like, all right, well, let's redo them. I'm not a fan of the remakes. I'm gonna keep it real. The, I, I didn't like any of them. Like I don't like the Beast. I haven't liked uh, uh, the Aladdin was, I mean, I'd give Aladdin a little bit more, I, you know, the, the pre-slap Will Smith, uh, it wasn't the worst, but Aladdin the cartoon is second to none. Excuse me. The Lion King movie was trash. I'm sorry, Beyonce. It was trash. Uh, and I hate to say that because it's an African movie, um, but it was terrible. It, 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 there was the lack of color, the lack of the dazzle. It just, it just was something off about it. So I feel like they have to get this out of the system, so to speak. And while they're doing it, we're going to be sub we're going we're going to have to you know see what they use as casting measurements. And I'm, I'm I don't know what's going to be next, but uh, let's talk about another controversy that's out there, and that's that Disney can't seem to just cast 
a regular black princess without them having to be an animal. <laughs> like, like either the either the if you get a Disney princess, oh, you, first thing you say is okay, well, Princess and the Frog. Well, what exactly happens in that movie? She turns into a frog. Cinderella doesn't turn into no mouse. Snow White doesn't turn into a bird. You know what I'm saying? Like, is now we got Little Mermaid and be like, oh yeah, that's dope. But she's a fish. <laughs> she's, she's a fish. And so, like, I understand that there's a new, uh, there's a Black Disney princess that's that's coming to the forefront. I forget her name. It's, it starts with an A. Uh, if anybody wants to Google it, you know, just Google Disney's new Black princess. I forget what it is. Um, but that's supposed to be coming into the fold. But uh, do we want? A black Disney princess? Is this something that we're yearning for? Is it really a big deal? I mean, we got our own real Kim kings, queens, and princesses. Is it like, I don't think we're standing outside Disney shouting and saying, look, man, we want a black Disney princess. I think what Disney is doing is saying, oh, snap, look at our Hall of Presidents slash princesses. Uh, maybe going into this next century, we should update based on what the world actually looks like a lot of these characters. Because keep in mind, you watch every single day. And right now, just somebody, anybody on this panel, comments, everybody, name me the black guy in that Disney movie. The Disney cartoon. Name me the book. In Princess and the Frog? Princess, Princess Any of them. I mean, Prince Any Naveen, that's, that's, the, that's the black oh, prince. I, nah, I, don't, I don't know about he look, dude look, Naveen. Uh, yeah, Naveen. Know, that's his name. He's like Middle Eastern. Look, yeah, he's yeah, like. I don't, know, I don't like, know what he is. They didn't really. They didn't really that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's just let's let's give him uh, an asterisk. Everybody else, any other movie, just n- name the black dude in that movie. Any other movie other than Princess and the Frog. Name the black guy. In Disney. Yeah, any Disney cartoon, any Disney mainstream cartoon, not like the Disney Plus shows that are on now. But any of the mainstream Disney movies that we know, just name the black guy. I'll wait. You're gonna be waiting for a minute. <laughs> now, isn't that fascinating? Not one black man in the entire scope of all Disney animations. Now, you think that Disney at some point in time might get an email about this and may try to do something about it. And when it happens, don't be so upset about it future uh, everybody out there because it's them rectifying an overlook and over uh, uh, something that they've overlooked i believe for quite some time what do you think steph like do, do we i mean but but the other half of me is like why do we like i get that emmy that grammy feeling you know what i'm talking about like where we're like oh well, how come our show didn't win all the grammys and then i'll be like well why do we want the grammy that's not our thing anyway you know what I'm saying, Steph? Am I am I tripping like by saying, look, we should have more inclusion from Disney? Should we care? Should we just make our own stuff and let Disney do what they do? That is a valid argument that I don't have an answer for, and I relate to the trouble wanting that mainstream validation, but at the same time feeling like, but should I want it? Should I even care what they think? I've I accepted a long time ago that I want all the validation from everybody and too bad that's what it is. Um, So I do think, yeah, that it is reasonable to feel like you wanna see black folks represented in Disney. I mean, it's a a fun world. I got a friggin' Disney whatever annual pass. I go, I enjoy the stuff, I'm not obsessed, but I think it's fun. Um, I think it's cool that there is more 
representation now than there was. Like, should we hang our self-worth on whether or not we're validated by Disney? No. But it, is it reasonable to want to see ourselves represented in huge mainstream properties that lots of people of all colors love? Yes. Should we also be creating our own stuff? Um, absolutely. But we also face the challenge of often not having the same resources to publicize those things that we create. So it's complicated. Uh, well, I'm glad you bring that up because um, before we get into uh, the She-Hulk lawyer show episode uh, that starred my homegirl from a good a good place. I don't know if y'all watch a good place. That used to be one of my favorite shows. It was for quite some time. And before we get into the Mandalorian trailer, before we get into the Rings of Power and the House of Dragon, Uncle versus Niece sex parade, uh, uh, I, I did want to talk about since we are doing, uh, since we do have that option now to do our own thing. Uh, since princesses are now being black, there's also now a king that's black, and it's a she too. The woman king is out, and I think my own boy Ty. I don't know if you got a chance to see it or not. Did you get a chance to see it? No, no. Nope. Okay. Well, okay. Well, the woman king is out. So as we're discussing black royalty, because we know Lady Ariel is a princess, all right, because her father is the king of the sea, all right. Um, this young lady right here is an actual king. Uh, I, I haven't seen the movie. I don't know the story. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm just wondering, like, Ty was really, 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 really geeked up about this movie. And he got me excited about it, too. Ty, what, what was it that made you so excited about this movie, bro? An all-black guy. The same thing that'll always get me excited. Anytime I see an all-black guy. Um, I, I, like, I, I always typically gravitate to movies that have an all-black cast and then just wait to see if it's a good, a well-written movie. I don't I don't ever go into it like just because it's an all-black cast, I'm just going to love it off the top. No, I right. still, I still, you know, put the pressure on the writers to do a good job of writing. Um, but, the, you know, as soon as this, I saw this trailer, right, this is something that you and I have talked about ever since we watched Lovecraft uh, Country and saw the, you know, the, the, the episode where um, Hippolyta starts traveling through through, yep. through, through time, through yep. time loops, and she winds up uh, going to a loop where she's she becomes like a a, a a a a warrior, you know, and she goes through training and everything like that. We we watched that. I remember watching that episode and us having a conversation about it and just being like, "Yo, that was fire! Oh my gosh, yo, everything like that." Well this is what we got like this is the this is kind of like an extension of what we saw in lovecraft country on screen with woman king um now a friend of uh ours uh tyrone and our and mine uh matt he actually saw it and his description of it was that it is a modern day gladiator so if you've ever seen the gladiator movie um, that gives you that that should give you uh, some level of excitement because Gladiator did have some really really good action sequences um, and things like that. And this is this has been billed as that action movie. Um, and 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 just another heads up for those who don't know, uh, the reviews are in on this movie, and uh, I think IMDb gave it a ten out of ten, which is rare very rare and then 
on Rotten Tomatoes, it's up in the 90 percentile. Um, so, uh, it, I mean, it's getting rave reviews so far, um, including Matt. Matt, like I said, our friend Matt, he said that it was really a really, really good movie. So, um, you know, if you have not yet seen it, I, I would implore anyone Black to go and support this. At least go check it out. You know, like, you know, if you don't want to post anything about it, that's all about it. That's all on you. But anytime we have an all-Black cast, um, Viola Davis is is renowned in the Black community um, as one of the best actresses of our time. And uh, any opportunity you have to continue to, to see us thrive on screen and support, take those opportunities to do so. Don't just have this energy for these fantastical things, these things that don't ever, you know, that aren't even real. Um, let's let's uh, let's support our, our black uh, women and men who are out here uh, wow. you know, to, to, to get an entertainer. Yeah, man. One of the things that you uh, got me interested, that made me interested in this, that you mentioned, is that it's it's this is not a fictional tale. This is a true story. Like there's well, so based on true events. They, well, it's okay. based on true events. The story itself is not. That's not really true. Okay, the, uh, the Viola Davis didn't really like her character is not real a real character. They take okay. some liberties. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm with it. I'm with it. It's all good. I mean, it ain't like you know what I'm saying. Uh, Uhtred, son of Uhtred, it really exists. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You won't like the true story, Vince. <laughs> I won't. Oh, no, no, you no. won't. Okay, please enlighten me, sir. So this is based on a real. African tribe that had a very fierce group of warrior women, but also uh, were prominent members of the African slave trade and were trading our own people to white folks for money and advantage. No, don't don't look too much into the real story. Just enjoy the pictures. <laughs> I'm sure they made it much prettier for the movie. Okay, all right. Well, so I, I took have... out the ugliness of the history and made it better. I like that though. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa, that's that's one thing that Tyrone, you know what I'm saying? Like Tyrone, that's you know what I'm saying, like to your cred, remember last last episode, you were like, you know, you take all the bad shit out of history and put it, you know what I'm saying? Like that that was a good thing that at least they like, you know, took out that we didn't know about and Stephanie just enlightened us on that. So that's pretty cool. With the uh, whole, like, with, with remember we were talking about King Tud and just like, you know, with the whole like incest thing and Tyrone's like, you know, history, yeah, we get it. But you know, and like we're all just explaining how like, you know, there's different ways to depict it, you know, and this this way is in a positive light, not more into the, you know, shedding the light on the historical side of the negativity about it. You know what I'm saying? We're we're switching it up to a more positive light to the telling, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't I kinda like that. We have a little bit of a different twist this time, you know. Hmm. Uh, well, let me go ahead, Ty. No, no, I, I mean, I'll I, I go ahead. Okay. Well, 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 listen, I let me make this clear. I in no way, shape, or form uh, would like to condone, excuse, or justify the selling of people as property. Yeah, of course. Uh, let me make that clear. Uh, I'll I will in no way, shape, or form condone it. Sometimes explanation is not justification. So let me just say that in the outset. Now, having said that, let me share my experience with y'all about my trip to the slave castle in in uh, in Cape Town, in uh, Cape Co uh, Cape Coast uh, Africa, uh, um, uh, in South Ghana, where I learned 
about the atrocities of the slave trade firsthand in a facility where they actually did sell and there's still the stink there's still the sweat there's still the the, the traces of feces that they had to live in uh, uh urine that they had to uh that, that they had to uh, uh they had to pee on the floor of the same dungeons that they had food thrown down where they had to fight over it because it was so much because there's 200 people in a uh, in a 10 foot square room and 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 all these atrocities happening uh what i have learned and again this is not a justification but what i've learned from some of the scholars in this area is that in this time period it was very tribal it was also tribal amidst the time that transatlantic slave trade was happening there were still other dynasties that were battling for land and if you conquered land you didn't kill your enemy you kept them prisoner or you put them into bondage or you had them work as servants because you couldn't trust them to overthrow your government while these some of these folks were unruly and just would not get along with the new change of the tide these people were up for sale when they were heard with when uh when the europeans approached them. now i'm not i'm not trying to say that was right i'm not trying to say that i was right but what i've heard from the scholars is that these folks were selling these people under the understanding or the the, the, uh, the thought that they would treat them the way that they treated their prisoners that they weren't going to kill them separate them from the families throw them off the boat because it was too heavy and they was not going to put them through 400 years of of, 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 of slavery uh, but rather would just keep them uh, you know would take them some take them away from them because they couldn't do nothing with them now again i'm not justifying this is what i was told by the scholars over there that that led us on the tours uh, that we were on now, having said that, it doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it anything pleasant to hear. These things did happen, but let's give it a little bit of context. These folks that were selling people were not saying, hey, take these folks, split up their families, cut off their feet, chain them, change their names. They didn't know that they were taking them to a whole other continent for these type of things at the time. And once they learned these things, uh, countries like Ghana and Liberia made public apologies and started to welcome folks back. Not to say it's justified, but just to add a little context, European selling blacks and those on Africa, which were doing it sometimes with folks that they had considered to be written off, were not necessarily in the same context. Uh, not justifying it, but just adding a little bit more uh, to the story. Todd, please. So, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I, we, I, you always hear me talk about, you know, the things that, that I feel like happened behind the scenes, right? Well, mm -hmm. It's probably called the Dahomey, Dahomey, or some, uh, I think it's some, some Dahomey. Uh, uh, now, the difference between them and the, the, the tribes that you're describing is that not only did they practice um, slavery, but they also practice human sacrifice. So, uh, although although they they may, you know, the, the things you described as far as the things that were done to um, Africans that were enslaved and brought over here. Um, I'm sure there were levels of torture and levels of things that, that went on with, within, within this, uh, this government as well. The problem that I have is that throughout the rich history of African culture and all of the things that they could have, all of the different um, uh, individuals that actually existed within um, history, they chose to get this tribe um, who practiced slavery and human sacrifice um and it feels as though it, it really and i haven't seen the movie yet but it does feel to me as though this was like a way of excusing 
Um, like we're able to show you that we weren't the creators of slavery. We weren't the ones that were doing it. You oh. also were part of it. And, and, and like, this is a visual. See, it's one thing to say stuff. Visuals are, are, are a totally different thing. Most people nowadays learn from visuals as opposed to being told. So when you see this type of stuff, you, you're like, you realize that Hollywood is not really celebrating us. They're continuing to, to, to like smack us in the face and smile. You know what I mean? Like, and like, like, oh, yo, like, nah, 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 it's all good. We're, you know, we're, we're all about supporting black people and having black people out here and, you know, in full, you know. No, I like, I, I, I just can't accept that because, like, they could have went with Hamilton's story. You could have went with, there's so many different storylines in African in African history that you could have went with instead of the one tribe that, that decided to, to practice slavery and human sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like that part, especially when you find out that the individual that they're that this is based on, the woman king, is not even a real person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this is somebody they invented. So I, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I have problems with this. You don't know. Dude, you put me on this. No, 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 no. I put you on. I put you on, and I said this before. Whenever I see an all-black cast, I'm going to support a black film regardless. I'm going to go and I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to determine whether it was a good film. And I'm going to support those black actors and actresses that, that were in that film to big them up so that Hollywood continues to shine the light on those actors and actresses in roles that we can we can see them in. But I, what I'm not, what I'm, what I'm saying is, I have a problem with the route that Hollywood is going to do that. And that's what, that's what I'm saying, like, because this, there was a lot of storylines, a lot of things we talk about, a lot of different people in African culture and African history that, that were significant people. And you could have easily, if you were, if you were, if you were just going to make up a, 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 a fake individual, then you could have, you could have redid the Shaka Zulu story, or, or not, not necessarily a fake individual, but you could have redid the Shaka Zulu story, and 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 did something like that, made us made us proud of on that on that that in those regards. You got Viola Davis. Viola Davis right now is our our Audrey Hepburn of the black community. She is the she's like she is the the like when it comes to acting. Uh, I don't know too many women that are better actors, black women or, or just women in general that are better act, actors or actresses than uh, than Viola Davis. So I'm going to support it. I'm going to support it. I'm just saying that uh, it, it when you get these type of storylines, we need to we need to pay attention because uh, I think the director of this or the writers of this one is of mixed. I, I believe she's mixed. And then the other is a white woman. Which uh, we can't hear you, but uh, I just said, "Oh wow, sorry." I still gotta keep the keep the phone muted. Uh, <laughs> keep the, the broadcast muted. Um, but yeah, that's that's fascinating. Um, well, let's just say this, man. Uh, we will support the all black cast. Um, but I agree wholeheartedly with you, on boy. Uh, you already know how we feel about the true story of Hannibal. Uh, you already know how we feel about 
how tightly we hold that to our hearts and how they mm -hmm. better not try to cast Vin Diesel as Hannibal of Carthage or or or, or you know some some silly guy. Um, but yeah, man, it's 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 one of those things. Now this guy goes into my belief system that there's something bad and all good, and there's something good and all bad, and that's just how it is. There's nothing all represent. Nothing is never as dreamy as you think it is. Um, but it is sounds like it's still a fascinating story. I'm hoping though, because if you think about it, guys, you know the United you know the United States has like 50 states. But the continent of Africa has over 50 countries, all of which also have their own territories inside of them. There are so many untapped stories from this entire continent. So many rich stories, real stories of real royalty, real warriors, real success stories that I'm sure we can look into. I mean, we could talk. I mean, you know, they tried to do the Rwandas. They did the Rwanda. I thought Rwanda was a very good movie, actually. Uh, uh, shout out to Don Cheeto, uh, 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 War Machine. Um, uh, and, and, and they've done some other good movies. But I think that at the very least, we would like to open the door to more all black casting. And this is a step in that direction. Um, now, having said that, man, let's talk about some of these other things that's going on out here, man. Uh, we just spent an hour talking about kings, queens, and princesses. Uh, since we talk about kings, queens, and princesses, then we got to go ahead and start talking about these uh, games of these thrones and these rings of these powers. Um, now, uh, if anybody, uh, now check this out. Now, I told y'all before that I wanted to do like a little uh, 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 who won the week type of thing and at some point in time we might have to go back and rate all the other shows <laughs> and compare them um but this week um we did have another episode of the uh, uh, uh um house of dragon uh in which uh there was some intimacy and of course uh there was the episode of the ring of power which i thought was i ain't gonna lie I have my opinion. I'm gonna go ahead and put this up real quick. And if you did watch, if you didn't, no shade, no big deal. But if you did watch, um, I just want you to throw up a hand if you think that House of Dragon was better than Rings of Power. If you think Rings of Power was better, just leave your hand down. If you think House of Dragon was better, then throw your hand up. I'm gonna go ahead and take this down in three, two, one. Okay, okay, so Ty and Nolly, y'all thought that, that, that the, the House of the Dragon was better than Rings of Power this week? Oh, you two guys? Yeah. What? Okay, all right, uh, please. Rings yeah, was higher, but the game's got okay. so much going on. Yeah, it does. Uh, um, they, but, but let's talk about why you believe that this week's House of the Dragon uh, was a better episode than the Rings of Power. What, what, what even happened in the Rings of, in uh, in the House of Dragon this week? Uh, yeah. All right. So in the Rings of Power this week, we learned that um, obviously. No, 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 no. Let's go with the the House of the Dragon first. House of Dragon first. Okay, sorry. Um, in House of Dragon, we learned that uh, <laughs> Damon comes back and he is the new king of what? What was he the new king of again? Some kind of island. The Narrow Sea. The Narrow Sea. That's what it was. They named him the king of the Narrow Sea, and uh, he's come to, you know, basically bend the knee to his king and show that he is not in a uh, you know defiance against him. That he wants to be you know loyal to the the throne. So he comes home with his new his new crown and his new victory after you know defeating the the, the fucking crab dude and um, 
Yeah, that was an interesting story because him and uh, Rhaenyra actually end up sneaking out the castle and uh, going to have some little fun times together. And the evening ended in a brothel with them kind of almost about to uh, get busy. So that was that was definitely interesting. Um, I did think it was like really really interesting. He literally was like about to like do the intercourse and then he just like bye. So um, I definitely would like to like you know. I'm hoping that they peek more into, you know, like why he just decided to initiate this whole, you know, just like affair with his his niece in the middle of like a very populated, you know, area, not even in like a secluded area where, you know, like she's obviously, you know, trying to be, you know, wet and he knows that. So I just, this, this episode was definitely very interesting and it dived into a lot of, you know, things going on with Rhaenyra with her being a queen and you know her being the new heir and uh having to get married so her virtue is you know it's kind of at a uh, at a question questionability right now you know is is Rhaenyra still you know what what was it what uh, undefiled is the word that they used so yeah it's it's very interesting to watch you know the um, the conflict between you know, Viserys and, um, you know, uh, Damon's character and how, you know, he's just, he's just trying to basically ruin his brother, you know, and, and he's, he's literally doing it from his heir because he was, you know, he was dethroned. So I know it's very interesting to see those two and go at it. And we found out that Rhaenyra actually gets, um, she gets a, an offer and it's to the son of the Valerian, the Valerian son that was, uh, has his own dragon. So we're, we're going to see an interesting marriage or love match, you know, spry out of everything. And I thought it was kind of interesting that her dad also brought her some, um, some plan B tea. That was very interesting too. He was like, you know, I don't want to know anything. I know something happened, but uh, just in case we're going to be not pregnant. So drink the tea and uh, yeah, so I, I definitely thought that was really interesting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> send the maester in to handle the dirty work. So yeah. yeah. You're muted. My bad, my bad, I was <laughs> muted, my bad. I said too bad, he, I said too bad he probably wouldn't be able to get any of that tea in nowadays because it's outlawed uh, now, but that's all the story. Uh, Ty, what's up, though, bro? Um, now, yeah, yeah, I just got a question about why he stopped. So, yeah, he's impotent. <laughs> well, yeah. So, Damon's Damon. The whole reason Damon came back was to get to get like to get back at Viserys because sure. he's mad at Viserys. He says sure. like Viserys slighted him. So, this whole episode is really about Damon getting back at Viserys. Um, that whole scene in the brothel, his intention was to surprise Rhaenyra by his action and her to be kind of like, you know, effed up about the whole situation. Like my uncle is trying to kiss me and touching on me and everything like that. And I'm in the situation. The problem was Rhaenyra's reaction was more of that of, yeah, I've been waiting for this. Like, I, I, I want this. Like, yo, I, I, what took you so long? And that fucked him up. <laughs> like, like once he realized yeah. that it wasn't going the way that he planned, which well, he wasn't surprised, but she was really into it. It 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 wasn't. He knew it was wrong, so it wasn't. It didn't turn him on anymore. So he, that's why he couldn't like go all the way through with it. Was because when he was making these advances towards Rainier, she was actually receptive. She was like, "Yeah, come on, uncle, let's do it." You know what I'm saying, or whatever. 
and that's that's why that's why he was like, unable to get um uh, uh is this a theory no this is actually no, a I fact. Mean, he's, um, yeah he's he's right that you, you, like you literally can see that all play out without even having to like say so thank you for mansplaining that one for me i, I actually needed that for one so like listen well, just just well, a heads up. Um, after every episode of uh, House of the Dragon, they actually talk yeah. to the directors. I know that, but I'm not listening to that boring dude tell me what I just watched. Like, no. Oh, okay. Well, well, this, well, this is where, why. Yeah. This is this is honestly why I find your your uh, statements fascinating because in the after uh, explanation, they just said that he was impotent. And that he was angry and they did a callback to one of the first episodes where he was with his own girl and even then he got frustrated because he wasn't able to get it up yep. so this may not necessarily be an instance in which he from what they were saying on the after show in which they're like yo um he was trying to pop me and oh she was into it he was like whoa but he was like yo i'm trying to do this and my body won't let me and that's one of the reasons why i'm such a fierce leader because i can't get it up and i take out my anger and my impotency on on you know and the fact that i wasn't given the, the throne obviously because i'm the first in line really um on on, on in, in in war and in battle which makes him a more, much more fierce battle he has more to prove now because he can't really get it up like that you know what i'm saying tyrone am i tripping well it's the reason he is so fierce in everything else that he does because he that's his way of, you know what I'm saying, like letting out the aggression that he can't obviously let out in the ways that he would like to let them out. That makes a lot of sense. It's, what, like it's what we call overcompensation. Right. Uh, Ty, Tyrone, what, what say you, my friend? No, you need it, Tyrone, you need it. Sorry, sorry. Thank you. No, we had uh, it was it was getting very Brooklyn out here. We had sirens and stuff. So, you know, I want to make sure you all were hearing that. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, it's the the impotence thing. They definitely call back to that issue in the first episode and, um, you know, uh, made it to, to be a thing, which only like and I don't I'm going to be honest, I don't watch the after episode stuff because I found it only makes me uh, cringe more like the, the fact that he didn't fully rape his niece was because he couldn't get his penis hard is like not the uh that's that's not the you know the let you off the hook moment that's the oh my god you're a monster moment and i'm still like is this supposed to be the hero of the show uh it's it's weird shit but uh yeah no it that that tracks it all tracks that he's impotent and uh and that's why he is who he is uh and you know the 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 whole idea of coming and, and kneeling to the king, uh, obviously very fake. You know, he, he has no respect for his brother. He's not trying to uh, be ruled. He's trying to rule himself. So, you know, it's a uh, yeah, it's a it's a very weird thing. I For me personally, I didn't uh, her being into it, I think, was this is like the weirdness that I'm uh, that I'm, you know, talking about with George R. R. Martin, like. You know, in this situation, and we are we are talking about this on Wednesday. In this situation, I don't think there's a uh, there's not a positive spin to this. I think they put themselves in a position where, like, now both of the most popular people in your show are uh, essentially, you know, what Jamie and Cersei Lannister were, were in uh, Game of Thrones, where they're just like, you know, yucky people doing gross shit, uh, and <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, it's just is is super weird. I do have to say that while this was happening, Tyrone's words were beating throughout my head and he got it right. And we, we tried him on the first few episodes and was like, bro, this is just, <laughs> but in 
every single episode, the dude tried to marry his sister to his two-year-old daughter. Now his uncle, now her uncle is trying to sleep with the chick. And it's like, yo, this is what George R.R. R. Martin finds fascinating. This is what he thinks is galvanizing his audience. Now, Nolly, as our lit expert who <laughs> has some book knowledge of this subject, I mean, is this tracking well with what was written? Uh, I know that they, this isn't the exact thing that they wrote. They didn't get the rights to it. But like, is this is this tracking well with with what with what we know in the literature? Yeah, it's it's right on par. It's definitely heading where it's supposed to be heading. Brace yourselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's some fucked up shit. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. Well, that doesn't make me feel any better. I'm wondering, like, there's some other. I, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I'm shocked that y'all found this episode. Uh, better um, than the Rings of Power episode. I guess it's me and Tyrone. I'm assuming, uh, you know, our, our, our girl, Steph, she doesn't have a lot of time. I mean, literally, she is putting aside uh, uh, children, work, and all kind of obligations just to sit there silently right now. So we appreciate her. Um, uh, but yeah, you have no idea. Like, every day, Steph does, like, mountains of work. And so just the fact that she sets out time to come out, uh, we appreciate it, even if she isn't able to watch everything. Um, but Tyrone, like, it, 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 it's astounding to me that this is what their go-to is. <laughs> like, this is, I thought it was a, uh, um, I thought it was a Lannister thing, but it's not. Like, you know, uh, Khaleesi didn't have sex with any of our family members as far as we knew. Well, Her brother like, wanted it. Time out, time. Wait Her brother wanted it, yeah. Time out, time the fuck out. Let's go back. Her brother definitely wanted it, and she fucked her nephew. She fucked her nephew. Oh, yeah, she that's right. She fucked her nephew. Oh, David yeah, right. yeah. just an egg on a Targaryen, and that is her motherfucking nephew, the king of the road. Just egg. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah, true. We're too excited about that. Historically, according to everything, historically, the Targaryens have always been famous for doing that. Even the current king now in the show, his parents were brother and sister. Um, the Lannister thing is like a one-off. Like the twins are the only ones that have done it. So, oh wow! Yeah, and it's it's very sold yeah. off the royalty of what they you know know. Like, well, yeah. they did it so. Well, and none of, sorry. Mean, go ahead, Tyrone, go. Oh, I was going to say, none of my issues are necessarily like that the story doesn't make sense because like they, they make it so like this is a defining factor of this show. Like the, the fact that people are always trying to fuck their family. Like that's just part of this world like uh, and stuff. But it's that my that's that's my uh, it's getting to an uncomfortable point is what I'm saying. Like I, I watched that episode and I was like, this is uncomfortable in a way that I haven't been uncomfortable before. And I've seen some shit in Game of Thrones and other stuff. Uh, but this is like yeah. a next level kind of discomfort where I'm like, I don't know if, uh, yeah. you know, if this is the way I'm supposed to be feeling watching this, uh, you know, I, so it's it for it to be this much like we've got at this point, we've had more incest than we've had dragons in the House of Dragon, House of the Dragon, <laughs> like, with, without a doubt. I mean, we had a dragon for three seconds. The the uh, sex scene between the niece and the uncle was longer than the dragon scene in this episode. So it's like, I'm, I'm like, what are y'all focusing on? Uh, well, okay, so here's my, here was what I thought was the uh, the reasoning behind the instance. I'm not excusing it. Uh, I feel bad. It's becoming a theme now, twice in one episode. Um, but um, the, the, 
originally I was willing to kind of to give the incest stuff a pass because the name of the show is House of Dragon and it's a spin-off of a thing called Game of Thrones, which is all circling the throne. It's all about rule and power and monarchies. So I was kind of able to kind of say, all right, well, you know, the whole dynasty, the Cleopatra uh, uh, Greek uh, dynasty, knowing that she is a product of incest, like her, her parents were like, you know, brother and sister, so, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, Keeping that bloodline pure, dog. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's there's not, again, I know this isn't history. Tyrone, we got to go that, down that, that, that path. So I know this isn't based on fact. Um, but historically, there have been instances. Right, right. Well, well no, 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 I'm not saying it, it, it's, listen, <laughs> the, the, the story, the story of the Targaryen is loosely based on history. It is based upon the, the, what you just spoke upon with the Cleopatra, the, the Ptolemies, the, the, you know, where you have the, there's incestuous houses, uh, that ruled, um, back, back in the, in, 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 in time. So, um, this is one of that. That's that's just one of the houses, obviously, um, with uh, Cleopatra and Ptolemy and 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 all that was going on in their house. But there were also other houses throughout history um, that practiced uh, these methods of incestuous behavior um, and had dynasties and stuff like that. That uh, that were based loosely based on that. We don't have to go too far back in history either. There's an incestuous no. house that rules England right now. So you know, there's so it, it, we don't have to go too far back in history. But uh, I. I sorry, go ahead, Vince. I know you're making a point there. Oh no. Uh please tell us more about the house of England. Uh God bless the Queen. <laughs> oh no, I mean uh, the Queen Queen Elizabeth was married to her cousin. Like that's uh you know, that's that's real shit. Like that's that's how uh you know the royal bloodlines and stuff work and stuff. But my thing is like uh for me, I'm watching Rings of Power and I'm and I'm looking at all these like amazing like kingdoms and these really fleshed out stories and people and stuff like that and nobody fucked their cousin or their niece or their brother or anything and i'm like wow this is really interesting and still very royal and cool looking and shit and like you know i don't have to be supremely uncomfortable with like watching weird groomer rapists try to uh you know get one over on their uncles or their uh their brothers is this is is this i mean you keep calling this rape is this really rape Here's here's um, and, and here's I'm very I'm very now before I before you answer that let me be clear I'm not I don't want to sound like that guy yeah <laughs> no no I, absolutely like who's like oh is it really rape you know and please you never she really wants it yeah you know, I, I, I don't want to sound like that guy I understand the age thing but uh, just break down your 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 rape uh, right and uh, I. And I do want to let y'all know, I know it's fiction, but like uh, there are certain things that morally and ethically when I'm watching something still still stands. You know what I mean? Like we know that if you murder somebody in cold blood, you're a bad guy. You know, you know, if you rape somebody, you're a bad guy, that kind of thing. The reason that this is so clearly to me a situation of like sexual abuse and rape is because he started grooming her when she was, what, 15? You know, there's no consent at that point. Like, you know, you're working, you're you're messing with a child here, you know, getting the little necklace, the little seductive putting on the necklace and stuff. They use yeah. that as a moment to to link those two moments. They used it visually to link those moments. So mm. we know he's been working towards this end since she was a teenager. So by the time she's now like in the established now, she's 18. So I think that's supposed to let us be okay with it. But that wasn't enough for me because, you know, you've been working on this plan for a while, my dude. Like, uh, you know, so we know comics like Chris Delia. And, you know, when, when we see this shit happen in real in real life, like, uh, I don't mean that this is going to pe- get people mad at me. But like uh, when when we found out that Drake and Millie Bobby Brown had a weird friendship, everybody was like, 
that's not cool. That's disgusting. You know, let's not go down this road because, you know, here's a grown ass man hanging out with this teenager, you know, in a, in a way that suggests that he is just counting down the days. And we are like, that's disgusting. Yeah. It's called grooming. And it's something that is a, is a real issue. So by the time you get to that point where you're 18 and 19 or whatever, and a, a technically an adult and can make your decisions, like you've already been, uh, you've already had your mind just basically messed with to the point where this seems like an okay idea. And they didn't frame it in that context in this show, at least not yet. They may go back and, and look at it as, uh, as an act of, you know, evil and, and uh, you know, disgust and stuff like that. And maybe it'll all come together at the end. But right away, I was like, this is weird. All right. It is completely weird. And the same reasons that you were looking at the episode side was the same reason that I was looking at the episode side. It was just uncomfortable, bro. It was just like you're in, like, set aside the sex. Set aside the sex, though. Just going through the brothel in the first place was weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, it went from being like Aladdin, uh, you know, Jack, in the palace of Agrabah. To you know, like turning into a whole like cousin sense thing, and it just was like weird. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let me, we'll, we'll tie his hand up, uh, and don't don't forget your thoughts. Uh, yes, what's up, Ty? Yo, so I have a question. Would it would it have been any different if that would if Rhaenerys would have been a a, a boy and he was walking her through the brothel? Would it not like? And I'm not talking about the sex scene. I'm just talking about a 18 year old. Because at this time, Rainer is about 18, I would assume. Like, this is three years from the time mm -hmm. that she was around 15. So I'm a She's 7 and 10. Huh? 17. 17, yeah. Okay, well, 17 years old. Um, if this were his nephew and he were taking him into a brothel, because, again, we're looking at this through the lens of our reality. We have to also remember that this is a time period, and in this time period, People are currency. They're used as currency. There is a lack of morality in this culture. There is There are things that have been established that are outside our realm of, of, of thinking because it doesn't necessarily exist in our realm of in, 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 in our realm of reality. So when you look at these scenarios, because remember, this is a woman director of this episode. I don't know if this is a woman director of the entire series, but I know of this particular episode, there was a woman director. And what she said at, at the end after the episode was one of the things that she's always been wanted to was 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 most upset with is is men directors always trying to tell things from a man's perspective. She wanted to give things from a woman's perspective. So the reason I'm asking the question of why, you know, would we be feeling the way that we would we feel if it was a boy is because in 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 reality, in the reality. There's like a rite of passage uh, for young men um, when they get to be 17, 18. Uh, for a long, long time, um, there was like this thing where when you turn 18, maybe your dad or, or your uncle or somebody takes you to a strip club and introduces you to your first time seeing, you know, a naked woman or something like that. It's like a rite of passage. Um, it, this, in, in terms of, of that, would have been like a rites of passage um, if it were a boy, but it was a girl, it was Rhaenyra. But Rhaenyra in this whole storyline is trying to to dis discard this idea that women are un it like are 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 not equal to men and uh, and have the ability to do the same things that men do. And so that, that I think from the director's perspective, she's also trying to show that 
trying to show like, okay, like Rainier is not this innocent, like little girl that is just, you know, fragile and everything. She has desire. She has all of these things. That's what I saw in that scene. Now I know it's uncomfortable because we understand that their uncle and, and, and niece, um, you know, by their characters. But in reality, we know that these people are just actors and actresses. So if we can, if you can separate the two and then look at, <clears throat> look at this episode um, for that and in, in that, in that sense of a lens, I felt as though this episode was extremely captivating. It was extremely gripping. The entire episode had me glued to the television. I did not turn away, not one time. And that is what is indicative of the good writing and the great work that we saw on the game of Thrones. I think it's more indicative of you being a freak uh, than anything <laughs> else uh, on black. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, have, I have to agree with him, though. Like, he's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, like, I, I, I get where, you know, Tyrone's watching it. And because it's so, like, greatly, you know, with the incest and everything like that, you know, like, it's it's separating that. Like, like Tyler says, if you watch it without just, like, that being an issue, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's captivating. It's like, you know, you're like, that's her uncle and she, you know what i'm saying like it's just the the craziness of it all it's just it, it, it makes you want to watch it like i i just i know it sounds horrible and i don't know how to make it sound any better but it's just it's 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 nuts it's fucking nuts and the way that they keep you like wanting to keep watching it like think about like this the whole the whole plot of this episode was Rhaenyra did not she was telling Allison she did not want to be some queen that or some just thing that her husband fucks and provides children for. And, you know, it's whatever. And then what did we see right after that? The king in the middle of the night went and called for Allison so he could get his his booty in. And she just was just laying there, you know, just like completely unhappy, unsatisfied, just like, you know, doing her duty. Mm -hmm. Rhaenyra doesn't want to just be a woman that does her duty. Rhaenyra wants to be what Rhaenyra wants to be. She wants to have love. She wants to have passion. She wants to fly her fucking dragon. She wants to be dirty like the boys. You know, she is she is like the true Arya of this season. You know what I'm saying? If you really like look at it, she's the rebel of all of her, you know what I'm saying? Being a lady and, and the whole getting married and you know just being a being a freaking concubine to just have children she literally she doesn't want to be a succubus like that she wants to be the she wants to be the queen she wants to rule she wants to do what she wants to do so him bringing her to this brothel kind of you know was showing her like sex can be a fun thing sex can be a great thing sex can be more than just having children it's it's a thing that people do just for lust for love for connection pleasure for pleasure you know what i'm saying yeah so her her whole insight into him taking her to the brothel that's why i think he got so like what the fuck because she wasn't like turned off by the fact that everyone was naked and they were smelling all kinds of stuff and people were fucking everywhere and touching and everything you know what i'm saying she was aroused by this and not only was she aroused but she wanted to join in and when he did start joining in with her it wasn't something she was like no she was like let's get it and when he stopped she was like what the fuck i'm gonna go fuck christian cole then you know what i'm saying so it's just like it's it's very like you you can't help but to watch that shit because you're like what the fuck like you know what i'm saying like he literally was right before the intercourse and because she was like so ready to give it to him he's like nah i don't want it anymore i'm out of here you know what i'm saying that's like what the fuck right there i'm, I'm like i get it it's her uncle but that's not what happened yeah that's not what happened that's not what happened and please before you say something let me separate my 
what I said from what Matt said. Yes. <laughs> the episode wasn't captivated. I wasn't captivated because of that. There was a lot of shit going on. I'm just saying it's like the underlining things. I'm not explaining it obviously properly right now, but it's like the underlining things. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's the tones in like, you know, like that make the whole thing. It's just, it's just I don't know. It's I know what you're saying, yes, but just, just, just to be clear, and this is from the director's mouth. This isn't like speculation. This is the director. Watch. I know you don't watch the episode, but the reason they did not have sex is because he is impotent. And that was the callback to that. And I believe that there's something different going on. It's, it's not because she was into it and it freaked her out. It's because he couldn't get it up. It's because granddaddy down south is not up for it. You know what I'm saying? I, and that and was I didn't even the case. understand that. That's what I'm saying. I didn't even, I didn't see any of that. That's, that's well, really well, They didn't say well, he was impotent, by the way, Vince. They didn't say he was impotent. They yes, said, they, they literally, they literally said that because of her reaction, is no. why he, is why is why he, they did not no. say that they, no 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 and, I, I suggest you go no, back and watch no, that. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. he said it was impotence no they didn't but, 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 but listen it's we'll, 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 we'll discuss that for show you wrong but uh but you're but wrong. She, they, no, they said that you agreed with me no 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 no, like no, 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 right no, 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 no. I never said he was impotent. I said because she reacted the way that she reacted, it meant well, he, he wasn't able to right be now. aroused. It didn't arouse them. It turned them off. There's a nah, difference between yo, impotency, yo, which means that you no. cannot get hard at all. He couldn't get it up for his own wife, bro. His own girlfriend in the first episode. Listen, that was the callback. That, okay, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just saying that the director never said that he was impotent. Yes, that's, they did. That's, oh, what I'm, okay, that's what I'm right, saying. All right, wager. What is it going to be? Oh, shit. I want to bet. I want to bet. I want to wager. No, 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 no. Don't look it up now. I want to wager right now. What will I get from you? I want, I'm going to put my cash oh, up on the screen. I'm sure. I mean, wager something. What do you want to wager? Because I'm telling you, don't lose. I said, jar of stuffed olives. And he, that's why he wasn't able to get around. No, no, no. But fine. See, Tyrone, Ooh, what do you want to bet? What do you want to bet? Oh, Ty Tyrone, this is what Tyrone does. Hold on, Tyrone. Tyrone, do this I is what Tyrone does. Now, watch when he's wrong. He's going to be like, but I said that too. I said that too. What do you want to bet, man? But, all right, all right. I want to bet. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> so if, if, all right, if uh, you haven't seen Woman King yet, right? No. So if I'm right, then I'll reimburse your Woman King ticket. If you're, if you're, if you're right, right, I'll get yours. Then you'll bet. reimburse my woman that's king bet. ticket. And I want IMAX. I want IMAX 3D with the seats that go back. So yeah, I, I think I think I think I'm pretty confident about that because honestly, I'm gonna say the reason why I it stuck so hard in my brain is because I was waiting for the explanation as to what it was that happened, and when she said impotence and then gave the callback about how that was also an issue with him and the this is a running theme for Damon. This isn't a one off. This is something that has happened, and according to what Nolly is giving us tea leaves without giving us spoilers. This is how this this is this is a part of his character. 
And that's just something that you're going to learn the hard way when you go back and watch this episode. I think Damon didn't get hard the first time. Damon didn't get hard the first time because he was literally thinking about just getting disinherited. Just getting um, disinherited. He had a lot of stress on his brain. I don't think, I don't think, they, I think Damon's penis works just fine. And we'll find out later that it works just fine. Nolly's like, I'm going to interject now. I'm done. Okay, Nolly, um, Nolly, please tell him seven straight with Cannon wise, he's not impotent. Oh, oh, hey, she said cannon. She said, I'm about to show home. Why? No, uh, so, and debate. I'm pretty what sure the with the way they're now. going, things he's not impotent because things need to happen for the story to progress. Well, listen, listen that's what I'm gonna say. Okay, impotence, impotence is definitely a thing. But in this instance, maybe, maybe he's just got performance anxiety. Yeah, let's let's say erectile dysfunction because that's Fuck what he's yeah, suffering see. from. <laughs> Impotent. <laughs> that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, well, listen, guys. We're running out of time. We spent a lot of time. I yeah, know if you want to get a real breakdown, you want to get a real breakdown. Uh, uh, which is uh, so astounding that Ty has it wrong because they did the multiverse like the first hour, the first 30 minutes of multiverse was on this. So I know you researched it. So I can't wait to get my IMAX 3D tickets uh, with my lounge seats. Um, but uh, in the meantime, uh, there's another fantasy show out. And we only have uh, about 29 more minutes. So we also got to get the She-Hulk and hopefully maybe the Mandalorian trailer. But uh, Tyrone, uh, me and you could just talk about how much better uh, the <laughs> Rings of Power is than Game of Thrones. Now listen, I realize what it is that Game of Thrones, excuse me, House of the Dragon has over Ring of Power now. You know the only real... No, no. I don't think Matt uh, Smith, uh, excuse me, uh, Matt... um, That's right, Matt Smith. Matt Smith, okay. I don't think Matt Smith is the... I mean, I'm a Whovian, and even to me, I'm like, oh, Matt Smith, that's cool. I mean, I like the name. I thought his character was cool and Morbius. You know, everybody didn't agree. But um, uh, I, I didn't. I, I like Matt Smith as, as Doctor Who, but I don't. I think he's the only one carrying. Like, I mean, I know the King has kind of got you know a little bit of a, a of a history. But in Rings of Power, bro, the real, the real big difference, in addition to the ins- the lack of incest, is the fact that Rings of Power is TV fourteen, and House of the Dragon is mature audiences only. So we don't get to get those really gritty action scenes where you know, the little boy stabs the guy for making fun of him and then his guts come out and we're like, oh, the guts. You know what I'm saying? Or like when, when a dragon steps on you know, a guy, like we don't get that in Rings of Power. We're not gonna see a lot of blood. We're not gonna see a lot of that. We're not gonna hear a lot of cursing. We're not gonna see sex between anybody. You know what I'm saying? There might be light. So that is a loss. However, what we lose in that, we make up for in what I think is is dope content and storyline and the graphics. My God, bro, it is a flawless universe. You literally cannot detect when the CGI ends. And so Tyrone, man, why is it that you and I found Rings of Power this week so much better than the House of uh, uh, Dragon? I think uh, for me, I, I care about the story uh, much more. I, I think there the story is is more delicately told it's more clearly uh it's the the pathway is more clear like you can you can see things coming together in a way that uh that just makes more sense whereas for it seems and i've said this before it seems like game of thrones uh has become a show about events instead of uh moments and uh and you know kind of building something up it's about getting to the next big conversation piece 
Uh, and I think that ends up sort of, uh, you know, just giving us less than we deserve when it comes to story. Whereas Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, uh, they don't mind taking their time building up tension between, like, let's say, uh, you know, the the Queen of Numenor, uh, the Queen Regent and Galadriel. You know what I mean? Like, they're, you know, they took their time with that to the point where, you know, uh, in this episode, as things develop, you really care about like what is happening between these two we know more about them like we know so much more about the characters in rings of power than we do in uh game of thrones unless you've read the books you know you know right. we know so much more about these characters because they've actually been giving it to us in a the show they're not just like hey here's a couple events read the books to fill in the rest of it and the context and right. stuff and the other people and everything now we're actually like watching this world grow and breathe and just and exist instead of just it being a, a setting for the next yeah. viral moment. Yes, agreed. And, and in addition to that, man, this is I think some of the similarities of these two fantasy shows. They're both prequels, all right. Mm -hmm. They're both going to lead to somewhere that we already know exists. But for the Rings of Power, for me, it's so much more dope because we get the origin story of so many different characters. This week, we we got to we got to chill with Isildur. We saw the 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 uh, the the um the the, the uh, potential uh, beginnings of Sauron's rule, and we know Sauron has been out for a while. Even this uh, era, Sauron is still like the big bad lord. But I mean, Morgoth is the thing, and and this guy. I, I, oh man, I didn't get Adar. a picture of Adar. 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 It sounds like Adar is Sauron. Am I wrong? To find out that Adar could what's up? Well, I, I think he actually. So Adar, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in the show has uh, has kind of implied that Sauron was the guy who fell from the sky. Yeah, I think he's trying to totally get yeah, yeah Arondor to believe that. Yeah, yeah, that's what Adar was talking about. So Adar was uh, essentially uh, planting the seeds of doubt in Arondor's mind and saying, "Hey, it's the world is not like what you've been told." Uh, you've yep. been told many lies, and I'm I'm here to break that down. Okay, well, well, what about this? Um, he also said that, uh, um, because my man uh, asked him, uh, 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 why why do they call you the father of the orcs? Right? Yeah, Remember he said, why do they call you the father of the orcs? And he, you know, kind of gave this long-winded explanation as to, you know, hey, well, you know, sometimes, you know, you gotta, you know, um, but, but also what I saw, what in talks about uh, uh, origins, remember there was a scene where Adar stabbed one of the orcs, right? And put him to death, right? But looked him in his eye, almost to kind of, and, and the guy, the, the orc guy was like, oh, it's Adar, Prince Adar. And he's like, yeah, it's me. Die. Yeah, it's cool. It's all right. What I saw in that scene, was the origin story of the Orokai. And the mm -hmm. Orokai, if you recall, in the Lord of the Rings Two Towers were dug up by the orcs and they came out, they were underground. Remember he had the even Saruman had to go down, they had to dig down by the two yeah. towers. And they started building up these in these 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 beasts that had no uh they, they, they didn't get hurt. They didn't get tired. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember one of them, like he uh, I think uh, um, uh, 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 Aragorn stabbed him, and he it didn't even phase him. He like he pulled the, the sword into him and got like all in his face. And Aragorn had to like chop his head off because he didn't feel any pain. 
I thought, now I'm speculating, but I am assuming that what we saw in that scene may have been an Urukai origin. Tyrone, what say you? And then Molly, please, uh, you know, as a lit, as our lit uh, 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 expert, chime in, please. What's up, Tyrone? Well, I, uh, I didn't see that, uh, but only because I probably I wasn't looking for it and wasn't thinking uh, through that. I was I was just in that moment, just like, oh, look at him. He cares about his little orcs. Uh, that's so nice. So, yeah, I, I <laughs> didn't even catch the the potential Urukai, you know, sort of origin. So, um, you know, just another layer that they're adding in there, which uh, I think they do a really good job with just kind of like layering these stories and uh, making us care about what's happening in even in the in-between times when we're not doing you know huge battles and things like that we care about what's happening we care about who's doing it and uh i did i did see ty's hand up like he was really wanting to say something so i wanted to uh yield yield some of this time okay. to uh to ty so i, I think i know what it. i think i know what he wants to say no 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 you know you know um tyrone <laughs> tyrone tyrone basically um said that we we're led to believe that 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 the guy that fell from the sky is Sauron. um what i gathered from that that thing is that um the heart the harfoots have that heart the the guy who was a harfoot and i don't know his name the black but the black harfoot he has a book that if you've noticed he's been looking through that book Mm -hmm. um and that book looks like it's a prophecy it's in regards to a prophecy that is that has occurred and i think that this marks the return of sauron I don't know that that guy that fell from the sky is Sauron. I right. think that that the 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 if you looked in the book, there was a meteor that fell from the sky or star or something that fell from the sky. And I think all of this is like is like the start of this prophecy. All mm-hmm. of this stuff has to happen in order for these things to, to these are signs of the prophecy coming coming to fruition. But I don't know that 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 the individual that fell from the sky is actually Sauron, but we'll find out. Yeah, and I think, yeah, I think at, while Adar may want Erendor and while they may want us to kind of like see that as a possibility, I, do, I don't have any reason to believe that Adar is a, an honest person. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, Nali, um, without spoiling, are we, uh, are we anywhere close uh, with our predictions uh, uh, with um, the, the, the books? Uh, canon. Uh. It's kind of tricky because Adar doesn't exist. Um, and with the Urukai, like we don't see them until closer to the second and third age in terms of storyline. So that's when we have Saruman the White and Gandalf the Grey. So Saruman is um, is the one who bred them, and they're half man, right. half orc. So right. maybe. I don't know. There's a yeah, lot of stuff going yeah. on. Like I've heard theories that the guy who fell from the sky is one of the blue wizards, which we don't hear a lot about in the books. They're literally that mysterious. No one knows where they came from. They pop up and then they go and you never hear from them again. So like there's so many theories floating around and I'm really interested to see where it goes. But Lord Jesus. Sorry. Well, <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. Well, I mean, my thing is everything that we're saying, I think one of the things that's doing it for me is that, I mean, I'm such a Lord of the Rings. I'm such a J.R. Tolkien, despite his lack of, of diversity in his books. And, mm-hmm. and it is, uh, even though one would argue there was diversity in his books, they just weren't defined Black people. All right. Yeah. 
he just had different types of species and races. That exist. Yeah, I knew he was going to. I was yeah. going to. I wasn't going <laughs> to. You know, Yeah, I saw yeah, that. I ain't gonna gloat. I was waiting for that. I ain't gonna gloat. No, 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 but this is, this is very, this is very, the way that that is written is very biased. Uh, if you look at it, it literally says, and first of all, Dark Secret, uh, how do we block this guy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're just joking, Dark Secret. We're just joking. <laughs> yeah, just saying, hey, thanks for that. coming in with the knowledge, man. That's what's up. Nah, man. Forget that, man. Go home, man. You come back, man. Why are you going to come back? What I'm saying? But, but it, I mean, because I don't like the way Dark Secret framed this. Like, he says that I was right. I mean, he says that you're right, but he also says that she does say that he says that she says impotence. So we were both right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's really what I just learned from this statement. I said that she said impotence. And well, maybe she, maybe she doesn't know how. Maybe she doesn't does know the definition of impotency uh, because because impotency is not I know. something that cut, that is like is is a response to uh, you know like it's it's something that you already have. You're already impotent. Like so, like it, like her response wouldn't have mattered one way or the other. The director is saying that he realized he was wrong, and her reaction is what caused him not to get hard. Hard. It wasn't that he couldn't get hard, but you know, I, my cash app worked. That, well, <laughs> but she used the word impotent, right? But she used the word imp- like she. The 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 bet was. Did she call him? Impotent? No, no. The and bet, no. The bet was: Is he impotent? And you, because you were no, saying that he. No, 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 no. This is this is where I will jump in. At first, I was going to. Re- I, I'm I'm an, a moderator here, and the bet was whether or not the director said impotence. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, man. Let me. Just yeah, that's what that's what y'all were that's what y'all were betting on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So unfortunately, bro, that's yeah. what it is. So if you don't mind, real quick, bro. Uh, so all we got to do is to make this right. <laughs> is get you to go here to this app and this is my listen 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 tyrone could be the moderator all he wants <laughs> at the end of the day at the end of the day the, the argument was whether or not he's impotent you said he's impotent based on the first episode he's impotent i said he wasn't impotent and i said that the reason he couldn't get hard was because of why the same reason that dark secret said so if you want if you want to justify you don't got to send me nothing but but i ain't betting with your ass no more this is it <laughs> but also, also the, the good news is this is recorded so it's very easy to uh it is to it, it, it is well you know that's that's a whole thing man that's a vibe uh but yeah the, the, i just thought that the, uh the rings of power episode was so jam-packed like the the the, the, the game of thrones the most exciting thing is that he fired his hand you know what i'm saying i mean i mean don't get me wrong i know he tried to fuck his niece but that wasn't exciting it was weird you know what i'm saying it was weird to watch this episode of rings of power was so exciting man they used the sword the sword came out. I think that the sword is is kind of like they had they had the ball, the ball from, from the Sauron's little uh, what's the thing called? Um, uh, that wasn't uh, that, that, no, no, that, that wasn't Sauron. It wasn't Sauron. It's one of many. They're supposed to be seven. 
I told up there was yeah. many of them. Yes, yeah. they were lost. Yeah. And that was the one, one of the ones that was not lost because it was given to them when the when the city of um, Numenor was founded, and it was given to that king, and he kept it safe so that way he could keep that that city safe with that ball. Yeah, that yeah. that ball right. was called the Palatir, I think, or Palatir yeah. or something like that. So remember, remember, Saruman had his up in the castle. He brought Gandalf the <clears> Great <throat> up to it, and that's how they knew that Saruman. And that's when they revealed to him. That's when they had the wizard fight, which is the only wizard fight, the, one of the dopest wizard fights. He had Gandalf spinning on his ear. It was crazy. Man. So, like, I just got so much nostalgia from watching this episode. Not only that, our boy, what's his name again? Uh, Arendor. Arendor. Arendor kicked ass in this episode. He brought his Legolas out. You just see he caught one of the arrows right before it went in. Oh, boy. Like, come on, right here. That was so underwhelming. My God. I, I jumped up. I was like, oh. And he was like, Really, 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 Vinny. Really, yes, yes really. the tree, the tree started willowing. We learned that we learned that the baby girl still got her dad around, and so she's she's not like all black. She's 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 a, a I guess you know she's a you know there's a there's a dark skin uh, human uh, woman out there somewhere. Who's not, I don't know. She probably died. I'm sure. Um, but like, there's something that went on. Um, I, I, it was just so overwhelming the stuff that went on. Galadriel and this dude, um, Halbrand, trying to like, look, be like, you got zero po political, you know, the herpes man uh, that Ty calls him. Um, he has zero, she has zero cool, zero diplomatic ability. She tries to put him on and every time he tries to put her on, she's like, whatever. Man. And finally this episode, she's like, all right, the fear thing worked for her. And so she was able to single-handedly at the beginning of this episode, they, they, they're playing up this racial element of these realms. I don't know if you remember, but in one of the former, one of the last episodes, the very first episode, I remember this from the script because these things stand out. One of the uh, one of the dudes in the bar said to the elf, "What's wrong with you people?" Yeah. <laughs> and I know the people that wrote that in the script knew what they was doing. They knew what mm -hmm. they was Virgin Sigelman. And in this episode, they were like, "What? What do they say? Elf lover? Elf yeah. lover? Elf lover?" I'm like, "What is?" You know, come on now. We get, we read the tea leaves. We know what's going on. So I, I was like, what is going on? So for him to have his moment. take all our jobs. By the way, this is how you do, this is how you do racism in fantasy. Like you create new racism, like make it, make it new. Like there, and it's, and this is, this is, this goes back to the, the other Lord of the Rings movies. Remember how much uh, Gimli and Legolas like couldn't stand each other because of who they were. And he was like, I never thought I'd be fighting side by side with an elf. He's like, well, how about a friend? And you know, like that whole thing, like they came, you know, right. so it, they, they definitely like have been doing this fantasy racism, which like, cool, <laughs> like that. But, but I love that. I love it because it's realistic, right? I mean, you would, in a world in which there's not, I mean, in the original Lord of the Rings, there wasn't a lot of, you know, black, there wasn't a lot of humans, okay? But in a world where humans is a race, and then elves are a race, dwarves are a race, you know, but, uh, and each, each, you know, the harpers, each of the different types of, of, of hobbits, um, then yes, you can expect there to be some, you know, some discord amongst these races. And for them to exploit that in this fantasy series is brilliant. I just think it's funny that they use United States terminology. Yep. <laughs> to my elf lover and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Like the best way for you to interject racism is to look in a United States history book. There's no better way. Uh, so I thought that that was a fascinating reveal. But yeah, I definitely did. But we lost this week, uh, Tyrone. Uh, we were outnumbered. Nolly, 
Yaz and Tyrone, I mean, and Tyrone all prefer Incestuous House of the Dragon <laughs> to an actual uh, development series that gives uh, our catching arrows and swords <laughs> that come out of arms uh, 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 no kind of validation at all. Tyrone, Tyrone, what you say, homeboy? I was just going to say, and this, this week we, it was confirmed. Uh, it does seem like it was confirmed that Hall Brand is. Uh, a king, like I like I said last yeah, week, it was, it was they yeah. did allude to him having his own kingdom. Uh, so he is he he does look like he is a king or of of noble birth. Uh, so you know it'll be interesting to see where they go with that storyline. Um, but I just wanted to say this, right? Um, that whole Aaron uh, Aaron Door uh, fight uh, that action sequence. That was so underwhelming for the re and for this reason. Oh and this reason uh, hold on, let me finish. Why Legolas, Legolas, when we saw Legolas for the first time in an action sequence, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. He shot arrows like, 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 like they were like, you know, what I mean, like shit like that. What I saw was a very slowed down, like, uh, 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 uh. And I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to be honest. When you show me something like Legolas and I see something like that translate on screen, I, my expectations for this black elf was like, I was expecting this motherfucker to start being like Daredevil, jump flipping and shooting oh arrows. And just one scene. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He did saying, grab an arrow out of the air time. and shoot it. This okay. is the first. Yes. I'm just yes. saying. Literally, that like, the arrow was coming. He said, Grabbed it from he the boy's it. face and, and before then he hit around the and fucking killed the Elwood with that shit, bro. Uh, uh, like, yeah, I'm, like I'm gonna that. tell you where they messed up down. in that scene. I'm gonna tell you where they messed up in that scene, right? That scene would have been awesome had they allowed the, the arrow to come at its regular speed. But because 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 the way that it if the way that the CGI it's worked, down. it just looked no. If you look if you watch that scene, the way the CGI looked. It looked like the arrow was just sitting there and he just reached over and grabbed it <laughs> and put it in. That's exactly how it looked. Now, if that would have been coming at, at the speed it was shot at and he grabs it okay. and, and shoots it real quick, right. I'm like, no. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you that. I, 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 I'll, I'll give you that. Maybe, maybe you're right, because I do vividly remember Legolas firing off arrows like that. <laughs> Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And 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 going up the elephants and yeah, and yeah, doing like, it slide down shit. Like Legolas was the was the reason why Lord of the Rings was really so good. I'm not gonna lie. Legolas's character in the in the, yeah. in the first Lord of the Rings. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Stop it. Yo, you yeah, Legolas, yeah. You, all right. So <laughs> look, Aaron, look, another the one thing that, that Legolas didn't have. That Arendor has is Melanin? a love interest. <laughs> <laughs> nice one for Nolly. Bad <laughs> credit. That part. <laughs> All right. You know what? And on that note, we're going to leave it on that, man. But, all right. So, uh, to, now at some point in time, maybe next week, whenever we get a chance, I do want to go back and rate the first four, the first three episodes, too, so we can get up to par. But for right now, Tyrone, it sounds like in the Battle of the Fantasy Worlds, uh, we are already at one and zero for the, the House of the Dragon <laughs> over Rings of Power. Honestly, and that is so shocking given that this episode was so incestuous. Um, but it is what it is. 
Uh, let's go ahead and close this out because we only got about five more minutes, uh, and I, I I have to show this this Mandalorian uh, uh, trailer. So I don't even want to talk it up. Let's just go ahead and get it on the screen and let's watch this and just salivate over what it looks like we're expecting on Disney Plus coming soon. Let's go ahead and do it. Okay, uh, my bad, but I think I may have accidentally stopped the audio. So why don't we try that one more time? And like, let's do it this time so we can actually hear what it is on the thing. Oh my God, how about that? Um, but yeah, this is one of the things that was released last week with the D23 uh, that Nolly was so gracious enough to post. So we don't have time today as I thought we would, but I would advise anybody who didn't get those updates to go into our Facebook group the new bird order and you'll see all of the cool stuff that happened so let's just real quick go over what happened uh let's look at this this uh plot this uh trailer and let's uh talk about it for the last couple minutes if we can and here i present to you the mandalorian trailer. i think i did a good job of stalling while i, while I, got, all <laughs> I got all that ready all right let's see it This is the one that you saved. You are as its father. A clan of two. But you have removed your helmet. Then you are a Mandalorian, no more. Your cult fractured our people. Where were you then? Did you think your dad was the only Mandalorian? Alright, kid. Hang on. You ready for an adventure? I didn't know that Babu Freak did the soundtrack too. Babu Freak, bro. I know, I saw it like Babu Freak. Hey, hey. <laughs> now, unfortunately, we're down to like our last couple minutes. So we can't discuss this at length. I mean, maybe we can talk a little bit after this. I don't know, but I don't, I don't have time. I got to go. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I hold up here at Starbucks. But I think we can all agree that this gets us geeked up like heck for the Mandalorian season three. It looks, gives us something to look forward to 2023. And it also makes it so that if Andor isn't as great as we want it to be, hey, we got something to fall back on. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Good. Well, unfortunately, we don't have too much time for, for back into a banter. Uh, uh, make sure you guys, if you are watching us on anything other than the new Blurred Order pages, 
meaning the new blurred order Facebook page, preferably the new blurred order YouTube page, or the new term, new blurred order Twitch, or the new blurred order now newly on Twitter as well. Uh, then I would hope that you would start watching us on those. If you're watching me on my page or Yaz's or, or, mine or, or any of our pages, uh, then make that venture over to our uh, Facebook or any of our other pages. But for right now, man, we just want to bid y'all adieu. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with us another week. We'll be right back next week. Same back time, same back channel with more blurred stuff. And as we always say, be your authentic self. Because if you ain't being yourself, guess what? You being fake. And ain't nobody messing with you for that. All right? And by all means, if you truly find yourself a geek, then go ahead. Let that geek flag fly. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us, Steph. And holler back at us next week. Yeah. Fighter too. I just really hate Zangief for me, Ken and Ra too. I find it hard to be Blanka. Keep a wee ninja hanging and the uncle I was hanging. If you negative and energy, then stay out the vicinity. Oh, yeah, yeah.